daily devotional, Our Expectation versus God's Will. This is Dr. Hancock. Our expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Something that's supposed to happen because of natural progression. But keep in mind, belief is an acceptance that something is true. And it's based on society given. It's not necessarily based on the word of God. And the natural progression is based on nature because of the nature of things. God's will. God's will means that it's God's plan for humanity. It's not just um, it could it could happen, it may happen. It's actually God's plan for humanity. Keep in mind, God has a purpose and a plan for all of our lives. And we have to make sure that we're in position to receive God's plan. Even if things are going on in your life, you have to make sure that you're in that position where, where you trust God and you believe God because of his divine purpose in your life. There is no nothing about that. There is no guessing about it. He's already put it in his word, and it is what he said it is. Um, 1 Timothy 2 and 4. 1 Timothy 2 and 4 says, Who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth? That's God's purpose and plan for our life. Um, I exalt, therefore, that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to, and to come into the knowledge of the truth. So keep in mind that that's God's will. He wished that nobody should go to hell. He wished that nobody perish. But the choices that we make are the choices that we make. Keep in mind, we're free moral agents. And even though we know what God requires of us and the word of God tells us what he requires of us, we don't have to do it. So our expectation is based on things that when we grow up, this is the norm. So when we grow up, we do what we watch <laughs> growing up. So we become those little men and little women, whatever they, whoever they were, we become the adult. And that's what we do. Um, as adults as well, because these are the traditions that our parents um, gave us. So we give them to our children. God says that he wished that all, above all, that all men were as I am. This is what he was talking about in 1 Corinthians 7 and 7. And this is Paul. 1 Corinthians 7 and 7, he says, For well, I would that all men were even as I. But every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that. So again, Paul know that all of us had our gift and we have to make a decision to use our gift for God's will in our lives and in people lives that are closest to us in the kingdom, um, citizen lives. So again, to the glory in the beautification of the kingdom. Um, our expectation is based on personal belief. Personal belief means um, someplace it says private emotions. And beliefs also, keep in mind, is received from our environment, from our upbringing. Not always based on the word of God, but it is a cause by nature. In other words, my mom was, or I seen this growing up as my dad was, 
And now this is what I'm looking for in a husband. So again, the word of God is based on the word of God. And we have to make sure that we are patterned and we do what we need to do according to the word of God, because everybody and everything has a standard for us. It should be the very word of God based on what he says, not based on how we feel. Cause it's really not about how you feel. When you go back and look at it, our emotions change on a regular basis. It changes all the time. And we have to be so careful with those emotions because if I'm happy today, sometimes I, I, I know I'm not the only one that at one time or another, just for whatever reason was sad about something. And then all of a sudden I was happy again. So again, keep in mind that the standard is the word of God. And as we use the word of God as our basis, it balances out everything in our life. Okay. So, um, it, it, it changes everything. So even when we have our own expectation, change will change us as we obtain knowledge but we're not always willing to change. So, and, and knowledge is facts acquired through um, upbringing, people, feelings, things that come in and out of our life, all of our life. Um, keep in mind, it takes seven days to form a habit. I know you've heard everybody say that, 28 to perfect it. What about a lifetime? What about a lifetime? And then we decide to give our life to Christ. And then what the Holy Spirit has to go through to get us, <laughs> to get all those things out of our life and to detox us in our thinking based on the word of God so he can reprogram our spirit so we can receive the very things of God. It's so many of us because of the things we went through, we are so bitter uh, when we go through, but the truth of the matter is the trying of your faith work is patience. And the word says, let patient have a perfect work. Now I remember telling you guys that I wasn't <laughs> the most patient person, but as I began and my relationship really began to be cultivated in Christ, um, the Holy spirit taught me how to focus on something else as I wait in expectancy for the things of God to come to pass in my life. Okay, first Corinthians nine, 19 through 22, first Corinthians nine, 19. He said, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews, I became a Jew that I might gain the Jews to them, them that are under the law as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law to them, them that are without law as without law being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. And I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. So just know that God's will is different from our will, but just know that when we make the decision to follow God's will, which is his word, it changes everything in our life. It's like a, de a, a reprogramming, a reevaluation. Some things fall off. We pick up new things in God. What is our destination? What's God's will for our destination? Where are we going? Where are we going? What is the destination? Do you know your destination? Do you want to know your destination? Our destination is heaven. 
um, to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians five and nine says, for God had not appointed us to wrap, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, that rather we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. So just know that every step, everywhere we're supposed to go is already based on the word of God. And he's already led. Um, he's already done it. It's already done. So when the Holy Spirit is dealing with us, he's looking at us through the perfected. We just have to make sure that we are focused on what God said so that we do not miss out on the promises of God. Colossians 2, um, read that, Colossians 2, 1 through 23. We are led by the Spirit of God. That's God's will for our life, that we are led by the Spirit of God. And the whole purpose of being led by the Spirit of God is so our emotions don't take us places that we are not, um, we are not prepared to go. So if you're led by the Spirit, I think that things begin to mellow out and you can understand why certain things are. And even if you don't understand, you know who it is that's leading you and guiding you to all truth. Galatians 5 and 18 says, But if ye are led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. For the works of the flesh are manifested, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lascaviness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolation, rap, strife, seditions, hershies, and it keep going on and on. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So again, when we are led by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit guides us to all truth so that we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It changes everything when we change our expectation based on the Word of God. Um, and we do. There are some things I remember growing up thinking one way and because of how we are reared, how much money we have. Um, because again, growing up, if you didn't have a lot of money, then you were more or less in a survival mode. Just make sure you, you are, you are living paycheck to paycheck, but that's not God's will for our life. But yet we would not know that if we do not pursue the will of God for our life. He said, I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness, everything. So if we are king kids, why we are not living like we are king kids? That mindset, that mindset keeps us from a lot of things because based on the things we went through, we make a decision and we become emotional and we are led by our carnal man, which is our emotional or emotions based on the situations and the things that we experience, whether we think they are fair or not fair, but all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and know that if you are in a situation, then the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is to get something out of your spirit that shouldn't be there and deposit something so that it can get you a notch closer to your destination. You make that choice. God is not gonna override our will. He's given us, we all are free moral agents and the word of God says, there I stand at the door of your heart and knock. You don't even have to let him in. But understand that if you don't let him in, then he can't do the things that he's already promised and all the things that he want to do because you did not let him in. 
and he's not going to override your will. He's not going to beat the door down. You have to make a conscious decision that, Lord, you know what? I've been doing it my way long enough. And I'm, I'm, I'm making a conscious de decision to do your will, to focus on your will instead of my expectation. Because most of the time, again, we didn't see there was any scripture based on our expectation. It's based on how we are reared, what we've experienced, what we've been through, and the things that we see on TV. Because keep in mind, if you've never had a point of reference and you look at a show and the plot demonstrates that particular reference there, that is going to be your point of reference. And I know a lot of times people say, well, that's television. Well, that's your only point of reference. So if it's your point of reference, that's the only point of re reference that you actually have. So what is God's expectation? That we choose God's will for our life. So when we choose God's will for our life, then again, everything we may not necessarily understand, but we just know who it is that is guiding us to all truth. Does that make sense? Awesome. Yes, it does. Romans um, 14 and 12 says, so that every one of us shall give account of himself to God. In other words, when you come into the knowledge of good and evil, you know the difference between right and wrong. Though you have the ability to choose, you're going to have to give an account to God for yourselves. I know that sometimes people think that children, um, when they understand the difference between right and wrong and understand parents that when you go through stuff, don't carry a, a root of guilt in you. You got to let God do what God do. You can't allow that root to be in you because of things that happen. Because as the kids get older and they do certain things, you're going to allow them to do it because you feel guilty. Give that to God and let, let God do what God do. Nobody can do God's job but him. And keep in mind, if either you're going to do your job or you're going to do God's job, but you can't do both. But no, And you can't do his job either. So, you know, our only purpose is to mount up in the space and place that God wants us to be so that he can bless us. Because, again, he's already given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. It's just up to us to look through the word of God, to get the instructions, and apply the word to that particular situation and watch God work. When you acknowledge him and accept that, okay, God, this has happened. God, what do I do now? He has already assigned your angels to you, but the angels have to hear the word of God in order for them to work. So how much of the word of God are you speaking to your angels so they can go and bring forth what God has already decreed and declared about your life? So many times we become, well, I thought, and I expect, and I know what is it based on? It's based on your emotion that changes, but the word of God, it stays the same yesterday, today, and forever. So again, God, your expectation of God's will, you choose. And as you choose your daily decisions should be based on your choice. Not saying that we're not going to put ourselves first sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and though sometimes I may know the right way, I may choose the wrong reaction. The blood has already covered that. God already knew that I was going to choose that anyway, um, and he has covered me with his blood. Romans 13 and 8 talks about, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. 
Sometimes we allow people to put us in spaces and places because of things that have happened to them that is contrary to what we believe. Sometimes you allow people to get into your spirit and discuss things with you and that thing agitates your spirit. You got to keep your body, mind, and soul and spirit fortified. In other words, when you're having a conversation with people, you got to make sure, God, I put this up under the blood. Lord, I release the angels to go and get your word and carry it out. Because a lot of times the enemy is going to use whoever he wants to or whoever they allow themselves to be used anyway. So we are justified. We are truly, truly justified because of the blood of Jesus. And when you make that decision that you're going to follow God, and I know sometimes we make the wrong decisions, but just know that you're justified. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we should be saved from wrath through him. Y'all, grace is unmerited favor. Salvation, we didn't deserve it, but it's a gift. And my sister says to me, a gift is only a gift when we take it like a gift. But so many times we don't take it like a gift. We become emotional and we focus on carnal things because that's the focus. But maybe nobody ever told you, okay, well, now I'm telling you, you know, when it, when we know better, then it's time for us to do better. So if you know that your expectation is based on the things that you were reared up with or your emotions and what your parents said and what your daddy said and what your mama said and what your sister did, now you know it's based on the word of God. What did God say about that situation? What did God say about your life? How did God say that? What did he say he was going to do for you? Hold on to the promises of God because they are yea and amen. So even though you may not get what you want in the time you want to get it, and keep in mind, you guys, if, if God gave us everything we wanted when we want it, oh my God, we will be a complete mess. Okay, so he's, his perfect timing is so important. He's working out that patience in us as he prepares us for what he's already designed for us. I, I, I'm the perfect person to tell you that I already told you that there were times, listen, God is still working on me and I appreciate the Holy spirit that calms me down because I've allowed him to be who he is. Even when it may not be comfortable in my life, I trust God. If I'm uncomfortable, I still trust him. If I don't know, I still trust him. When I have anxiety, I go to him. And I spend time with Jesus. If I'm complaining a lot, I go to him and I spend time with him because I realize that when I find myself with so much time to complain about people, situations, or things, that means I'm not spending enough time in the very presence of the Lord. And as I begin to worship him, not asking for anything, just worship him and commune with him and he with me and, and he talks and he tells me that I'm his own. Everything is going to be all right. He reminds me of what's already in me, which is the word of God. That's why the word of God tells us to hide the word in our heart that we might not sin against him. Well, how are you going to do that if you don't know him? Find you a scripture. It's not about knowing every scripture in the Bible. It's about living the ones that you do know about. As you put them under your belt, an opportunity will always arise for us to demonstrate that it's God we trust, it's God we believe in, 
and it's God we, we are standing for. Every situation, even during this pandemic, even do, during this election, sometimes we can be so in our feelings, but we have to allow the Holy Spirit to be the standard so we don't change and we don't miss and, and we're not disinherited because of how we feel and what's, what we are harboring in our heart. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock.